When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. All right. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> I was just saying I was listening to the uh, the last unicorn episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you added enough gravity to the fact that she's the only unicorn that knows love and regret. We mentioned that at the end. <laughs> but it's so sad and profound. <laughs> but she thanks them for that too. Exactly. Rather <laughs> to have loved and lost. Yeah, see, it sounds like uh you and uh you and Candace and Katie must you should have been talking about that one. I was just more like a <laughs> yeah, so there's a horse, it's got a horn on its head, and uh <laughs> I don't know, she wants to kill herself or something, some drama. It's one of those movies that, you know, I grew up watching and I absolutely love it. And I have the DVD and I made my husband watch it when we were dating. <laughs> He's like, that's yeah. the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I made uh, I made Steve watch it when we first started dating because I don't think he'd either oh, seen it all the way through. I, I, I hadn't seen it in like 30 years or something. Yeah, But, but uh, you had never seen uh, The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, that, that's true. I do remember it got to, we got to the junkyard scene and he paused it and was like, what the fuck kind of messed up childhood did you have? <laughs> there were like clown firefighters attacking him and I think a Native American truck just killed itself. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you do, don't look up and see what happened to the cast of that movie. It's like, oh. it's horrifying. Oh no. Just like any other Don Bluth movie. <laughs> Wait, that yeah. one's not Don Bluth, right? <laughs> I don't know, but my son's been like he watched uh all, Do- all dogs go to heaven. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and oh, he no. was like, oh, "Have you heard of Don Bluth?" And he's like going on and on, and yeah, I was like, "You ever heard of Rankin Bass?" Or yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Rankin yeah, Bass. Bass. Yeah. yeah, they're the ones with the last unicorn and Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "You ever heard of that?" He's like, "No," and I'm like, "Well, if you like Don Bluth, you're gonna like them." <laughs> And now Klasky Zupo, and you introduce him to Duckman, and then you're you're a complete parent. <laughs> Time for some kinder trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Kids movies these days, they don't have the chutzpah that right. the movies had when we grew up. Yeah, one of these day one of these months we we're gonna do like uh, childhood trauma of the 80s month, and it was gonna be like Return to Oz and Never Ending Story oh, yeah. and yeah, all plus the, like Never Ending Story too. That movie creeped me out. Oh, that's about the Jonathan Brandis or whatever too, right? <laughs> yeah. We can go into that backstory. Oh yeah, Return to Oz, that movie. Whew. That was scary as hell. Witches. 
a room of heads the <laughs> yeah. whatever the the, the skeeters or whatever mm-hmm. the Still not as scary as that German Alice in Wonderland with the white rabbit puppet that our oh. friend E showed us. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Anyway. So I've oh. been able to like find the rest of that. But so my friend Yi is from Beijing and she grew up with like this German VHS of it was like Alice in Wonderland, but the girl playing Alice is only it's like live action, and she's only what like five or six? Like Something she's like very that. little. Yeah, and there's like I swear to God, the white rabbit just looks like the rabbit from Monty Python, the Holy Grail. <laughs> there, oh, yeah. Well, growing up, my family was poor, so they couldn't afford like the Disney VHS of the Little Mermaid. So yeah. they got me what they found at like the, the dollar good store. Times version. <laughs> yeah, it was the Good Times Entertainment. Yeah, we. Uh, the one where she dies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the Hans Christian Andersen one? Yes, the the actual original. (laughs) Then I watched the real Little Mermaid. Well, the Disney Little Mermaid. And I was like, that's nothing at all. Like I learned growing up. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. You you read some of those like grim fairy tales, like like Cinderella gets dark. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I actually have like a collection of Grimm's fairy tales of the original. Yeah. It's like people getting their heads chopped off and. Yeah, as, as as someone who took German for six years, and uh, every year the project was, all right, and you do a movie, uh, you know, spoken in German or whatever. Here's the original Grimm's fairy tales you got to use, and like, <laughs> what's this word mean? Oh, that's disembowel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that being in Snow White, but I'm okay with it. Made them dance until their feet fell off. That's right. Oh, the. Yeah, like the Cinderella stepsisters, like cutting their heels off. And yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> Where there's like he knows that it's fake because he sees the blood oozing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't see any woodland creatures helping these guys out. But <laughs> yeah, where's the godmother? <laughs> <laughs> Fairy godmother ends up being like a pact with the devil or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Where, where is Wunderslash? <laughs> oh, everybody knows Wunderslash slash isn't real. <laughs> you guys are eight years old and still believe in Slash. <laughs> have, have you seen that South Park episode, Candace? Nope. Oh, you should check it out. It's pretty hilarious. That actually might be my favorite episode. <laughs> Welcome to the world of the not too distant future. gang is reshaping the world into their own vision of hell and only one man can stop them jean-claude van damme is leading the battle between good and evil take them out as it's never been fought before he's on a desperate mission Rescue a cyborg who holds the secret for saving the world. Why did you help me? I don't want to see you die. From the dust of destruction rises the warrior of a new age. Uh-huh. 
say goodbye, my friend. Jean-Claude Van Damme has become the first hero of the 21st century. Cyborg. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are kicking off 2023 with Jean-Claude Van January in 1989's Cyborg. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, but babe, we are not alone for this special occasion. What? That's right. We have joining us Candace from the uh, Bloody Bits Horror Show. Welcome, Candace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so candace uh why why did you jump at the chance to do cyborg because i don't know if you know this or not but i am a big jean-claude van damme mark oh shit he was my favorite action hero growing up it was jean-claude van damme all day every day oh i I had no idea you guys don't mention it on bloody bits at all so how would i know that I mean that's true. You go into the Discord where I post pictures of him and <laughs> talk yeah. about my favorite ones. You find her Tumblr uh, under <laughs> I stock Jean Claude Van Damme uh, sixty nine. I wonder if he'd have a good sense of humor about that. Probably. Oh, I'm sure he would. Yeah, I mean. Oh, you know he's known for his good sense yeah, of humor. Exactly. <laughs> he's not known for being difficult at all. Why would you say such things? Taking himself very seriously. <laughs> i was just actually just thinking wait has jean-claude done a horror movie and i'm like even in hell it's like hey he's in a prison it's not like in hell going against mephisto or something mm-hmm. hmm. he might have to get it on that yeah. jean-claude, jean-claude van damme versus hades yeah <laughs> you just spin kick him yeah just spin kick him <laughs> spin kick him with his foot on fire at least right oh Jean-Claude Van Damme never just spin kicks that's right uh babe I don't know about you mm. I'm a little thirsty oh that's weird I'm a little sober yeah uh Candace are you drinking anything on your end just water water <laughs> going Fish hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know me I ride dirty <laughs> yeah well we have uh from New Belgium Brewing we have their holiday ale with flavors of cranberry and spice and everything nice Ooh um uh 7.5 alcohol oh, by volume there we are 7.5 percent and uh my top his top nice and le Oh, yeah. Ooh, this is a beautiful like Red. ruby yeah ruby amber color has a gorgeous off-white cream head lots of tiny bubbles tiny bubbles make me happy Ooh, oh yeah yeah, it smells you, like a like you, tart and fruity. Yeah, you get a little of the uh, the cranberry on the nose and a little bit of the spices. Ooh, that sounds good. It smells like the holidays, Ooh. babe. Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah, nice and clean. Like it's not super sweet or anything. Just nice and light, and a little spice to it, and yeah, a little like cherry mm-hmm. almost kind of notes and stuff. I guess that's the cranberry. Yeah, cranberry. Yeah, but like definitely like gingerbread notes on it too. You yeah. get the malty background and the spices. Speaking of gingerbread notes, you try that uh, the fruit quake from Mountain Dew. We sure oh. did. <laughs> See, what was the color of fruit quake? Uh, Robitussin. 
Oh, yeah, the color was spent. Chalk. Okay, I I don't know who decided, hey, this is a good idea to have this like shit brown 20 ounce of Mountain Dew, like in, in the cans with the decoration and everything. You know, it, it'll it'll pass the eye test, but I saw a 20 ounce at the Maverick the other day, and holy crap, I'm like, oh, I drank something of that, but I I kind of liked it. I don't know. How about you, Candace? Oh, I hated it. Uh, I have yeah. a 12 pack I need to unload, but I don't hate anybody <laughs> enough to give it to them. I'll send you an address. No, uh, <laughs> I, I I I drank what three or four of them, I think. Yeah, but they legit just taste like Robitussin. Yeah, I thought they tasted like aerosol. Like bathroom spray. Like when you walk into a bathroom after it's been sprayed heavily and you like taste it on your tongue, that's what it tasted like to me. Oh, like like a Febreze? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I I don't know. When I was it was like, oh yeah, it could just, just kind of taste like Robitussin. Yeah, it's got that weird kind of <laughs> medicinal flavor to it, which it's, everybody it's, looks ugh. for now, dude. <laughs> I was so I was so happy with the voodoo. I was like, ooh, this is a good one. I hope they bring mm. this back. What do you think the voodoo was? It's a mango, right? Doesn't it have a strong mango flavor. It tastes like fucking sweet tarts to me. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's why I liked it. It was like sipping candy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah I've got a few of those lying around too. But uh, oh, okay, Candace. Since, since you tried the other ones, what'd you think of flaming hot Mountain Dew? Never got or, my hands on it. Oh, the, you never got the flaming hot Cheeto one. No, nope. well, maybe Hold we'll on, maybe, maybe we'll send you a can. <laughs> we got a couple sitting around. We can't a get rid skunky flaming hot. <laughs> it's like I found this in the back of the couch. <laughs> I, I, actually, I just realized we still have that Liberty Do from yeah uh, the Liberty one from like two years ago sitting up there in the corner. Oh yeah, he's just sitting there waiting to be libertyed. Because we were gonna do it with the uh, the voodoo or with the, uh, the the fruit quake, but then we decided we punished ourselves enough. Yeah, that's right. Aww. Speaking of punishing ourselves, 1989 Cyborg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Candace, what's your history with this movie? This is one that I've only seen once. Because oh. speaking of Kinder trauma, this traumatized me as a child. Ooh. So you know, I rented every Jean Claude Van Damme movie I could find at Movie Max. And I get Cyborg, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, sci-fi? You know, I go home, pop it in, and scarred for life. <laughs> it just scared the crap out of me. Was, Didn't was so it much like Fender? made it. Oh. Yeah, it was like uh, the girl holding the barbed wire. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Really yeah, that, that is a really traumatizing scene. Nice. I feel like uh, the first season of The Walking Dead is based off of that scene. The entire <laughs> first season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Izzy? I don't remember the first time I watched this movie, but I know this was definitely one of the movies in rotation on our like local, uh, one of our local stations on like the Sunday matinees. Oh yeah, I think this one was on like uh, uh, TMC or whatever, like Turner Classic Movies or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> or AMC, AMC. That's what I'm. Oh uh, yeah, like like they would do one of those like. Twister followed by the Matrix Two, followed by Cyborg, followed by Twister and Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, (laughs) how heavily edited was it? Uh, I mean, I still remember the TV edit. It it was like eighty percent commercials. I'll give it that. There, there's definitely like whole subplots even in this movie that are kind of just left out because like hey it doesn't matter if you want to watch the real thing watch the real thing we're just trying to fill two hours with truck commercials Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh 
yeah, I, I I'd seen this one a couple times, but only recently, like the unedited version and stuff. And uh, oh man, the backstory on this one's going to be great to talk about too. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, from writer director R.I.P. to the great Albert Pune. Pune. Yeah, I was going to mention that if if you didn't know it, yep he he's with the angels in heaven now. Yeah, pew, pew, pew. He, apparently he died like the day after we talked about Blast, which is a a fun little movie. If you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's basically Die Hard, but it's uh, a <laughs> terrorist kidnapping the uh, women's Olympic swim team and <laughs> holding them ransom, and the only person who can save them is Johnny Cage from the '95 Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Oh shit! With a limp. Yeah. and Andrew Devon <laughs> is the uh, terrorist leader. Who's he, Steve? Uh, you know, Wishmaster. Oh, Wishmaster. <laughs> and uh, and Interpol's being helped by uh, terrorist specialist Rooker Hauer, who's a wheelchair-bound Native American, I think. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's 1997's Blast. Check it out right. on Tubi? Yeah, probably. On Everything's on Tubi. Sorry, Everything folks. like that's on Tubi. We're probably on the blood bank, too. I missed the call from my boss. Oh. Okay. Oh. One moment. We paused. Yeah, still recording. Just yeah, just waiting for. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why our boss would be calling her because <laughs> I know she's already picking up a shift for tomorrow. Like, oh no, we meant tonight. You're supposed to come in. Uh, something. Well, what time is it where you're at? Like seven. Yeah, seven fifteen. It's too late. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know why your boss is calling you. We <laughs> <laughs> have a voicemail. <laughs> I'll get it at 9 a.m. on Monday. <laughs> I know I've been working over all week and like, what was it? Wednesday I already worked 10 hours and I like get off work, but I work from home. So it's not so bad. And I like got some pizza because I was too tired to cook. And I sat down and before I even put the pizza up to my mouth, she was like, do you want to make some more overtime? <laughs> like, I was like, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that depends. Are you paying me for this? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Turned me off of my food. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I like that because I started working from home uh, remotely about six months before the world closed, and I, <laughs> before everything went down. So wow. it's like it's like, oh yeah, do you want to work more some overtime or you know help out another hotel while they're you know basically your job isn't there blah 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 and i'm just like shit yeah i can do that <laughs> i can wake up a little early stay a little late put in like a 12 14 hour day and you know <laughs> yeah that's unusual most people like my job now it's like it used to be in office all the time and now it's hybrid going to office once a week for you know team building and sense of community and all that bull crap they've tried to feed you and that would like zoom and teams and all that shit's for yeah <laughs> like you gave me a laptop with a camera (laughs) the best part is when it's like oh and you know we got bagels and everything for the team because it's friday oh sorry remote people you don't get any (laughs) i'm usually just like reaching off screen and i'll like grab a beer or something you're like i'm good (laughs) oh wait i gotta put this in a bag first hold on guys (laughs) yeah yeah i'll I'll make do somehow yeah they uh (laughs) I know some companies require cameras on during meetings, but mine doesn't. So if oh. it's like during a part where I don't have anything to say or nothing to contribute, I just play on my phone. 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so nice. Oh, when Candace, I'm in the office, I have to pretend like I'm paying attention. Candace, I would never do anything like that. <laughs> I know, because you are an upstanding <laughs> individual. I definitely don't have coworkers that listen to the podcast. No, uh, no. I, <laughs> I mean, they know. I, I, that's why I keep the camera on. So they're like, oh, Steve is actually paying attention most of the time. Why, why is he? Is he glancing off screen for some reason? No, no, I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely not knitting a sweater. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, apparently the local news channel is coming down to the shop on Monday to Ooh. feature our ornaments for the uh, morning news. But um, I'd have to be there at 6 a.m. and we're supposed to get all that snow Sunday night. Ooh. So I opted to not go. Oh, do want to be on tv and like spend the night there i totally could <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> i almost did nah. now i would be down there tomorrow night yeah it's gonna be great like i was there all day yesterday <laughs> fun oh it's it's the time of year where everybody's getting sick and our shop is a co-op so all of the members we pay dues we sell our goods and wares and so we don't have to pay any staff we all take turns working the register and tis the time of year when everybody is sick and having emergency root canals and both of those things happened yesterday so my four-hour shift turned into an 11-hour shift you pay dues to work a 12-hour day yeah but i sold eight times more than they'd sold the previous thursday that's because you're a badass because yeah oh i was upselling the hell out of people and at least you get a cut of that right i do i sold a bunch of my stuff that's right that probably wouldn't have the prominently featured untidy venus collection check it out at (laughs) untidyvenus.etsy.com Well, and then uh, now that we're doing the um, our food, the snacks wholesale, oh. I sold a shit ton of snacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where were we? Oh, yeah. So Albert Pune. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Albert Pune recently passed away. Uh, God, about a month ago. You killed him because you talked bad about his movie. Oh, we were not talking bad about his movie. We oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, we loved it. Uh, you helped him hold on a little bit longer because you talked good about his movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> I can go peacefully now. <laughs> Albert, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, you directed Sword and the Sorcerer, uh, Vicious Lips, which we keep insisting that uh, Bloody Bits and Grindbit and all them need to do with us. But uh, uh, this, the nineteen ninety Captain America movie, it was a thing. Look it up. Yep. Uh, Kickboxer Two: The Road Back. Bloodmatch, Nemesis, Kickboxer 4, The Aggressor, Blast, Aliens Gone Wild, Road to Hell, Bullet Face, and Cyborg Nemesis, The Dark Rift. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as Gibson Rickenbacker. The names in this movie are so good. Right? <laughs> okay. And there's a theme, Fender, Rickenbacker. <laughs> Yeah, guitars or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We got that a fun fact. I, I remember reading that somewhere, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess you got to come up with names from somewhere. The, the thing is, watch it this time. I think they only say his name twice, and it's like Gibbs and Gibson. I never heard of Rickenbacker. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's only Gibson. And, and even then, I think it was just Gibbs is what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one of the girls says Gibson, or, or no, it's a flashback. Uh, they said Gibson, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. 
Uh, but yeah, Deborah Richter as Nady Simmons, the great Vincent Klein as Fender Tremolo. <laughs> These names, uh, <laughs> guys, you'll notice when we go through the movie, I don't have any names other than Fender. <laughs> yeah, and, that's the only name they ever say. Yeah, I, I remember the cyborg's Amy. named Pearl. Yeah, Amy. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Um, she's a talking gorilla. Yeah, this Amy's not a good gorilla. <laughs> Amy. Ugly gorilla. Ugly gorilla. Yeah, and uh, the the other one I want to mention, Ralph Miller as Brick Bardo. Uh, Ralph Miller, good friend of friend of the podcast, Fennel Thorson. Keep trying to get him on the podcast, but oh well, another time maybe. <laughs> uh, so did you watch this on Tubi? No, I watched this on the Blood Bank. Oh, it's on the Blood Bank. What's that? The Blood Bank is a Plex server that you can have access to if you pay $10 a month at patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. It's not like there's like over 3,000 hard to find mostly horror movies or anything on that Plex server, right? It's not just horror movies. We also have Cyborg. (laughs) We also have Westerns. We also have Hong Kong martial arts movies. We also have Kaiju movies. Anything you could ever want is in the Blood Bank. And Theodore Rex. (laughs) Yeah, and Theodore Rex, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, the movie starts off. And of course, we get that Canon Films logo and it's like, oh, 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 it's got to be at the beginning of every movie. This is something I wanted to broach with you. You watched on Tubi. I watched it in the Blood Bank. When I started playing it on the Blood Bank, the first thing that pops up is not a title card, just a, I can't think of what they're called. When the writing's on there, my mind is completely blanking. Oh, the oh my god yeah the, 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 where it's like in the beginning like of movies where it's like the a word quote. scroll or whatever right yeah yeah this is in, Octo- in october 1988 i was <laughs> removed from the editing of cyborg this is a telescene of the work print of my cut of the film Albert oh. oh shit so you saw like the director's cut i of cyborg. did see the director's cut because it doesn't oh. say cyborg it says slinger is the title of the movie oh, oh shit yeah okay I, we, <laughs> that's we what go you can the get blood in the blood bank, bank. <laughs> We but, watched the Tubi one. Ours even had commercials. <laughs> but uh, be careful because this one has just every 10 minutes, it'll cut to, I guess, probably the deleted scenes where it's like really shitty quality. Oh, yeah. Like it's like the un untouched mm-hmm. for 30 years kind of faded. Yeah, it bl- looks yeah, okay. awful. So it's kind of like you get used to it after a while, but it's jarring at first. So it's not like the smooth transitions of the flashbacks that you get in this movie. They're so smooth. It's like, wait, who are these people? <laughs> Oh, this is in the before four time. Get that and then add uh, shitty quality screens on top of it. <laughs> so. uh, it still has the, uh, the 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 things running on the side, like the film running on <laughs> yeah, the side, like it the is timer. Rough. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, well, yeah, well, at least the version we watch it starts off with a narration from Fender. <gasps> what? What? And he's like, after the collapse of society. There was devastation and then a plague. And like on the screen, it's got this uh this picture of like New York City, but like the Brooklyn Bridge has like collapsed and oh, shit. Yeah. It looks like it's in sludge. Yeah. And it's like New York City in the future. <laughs> but uh but he's like, eh, but they say they found a cure. I don't mind, I like it. I love this world. Okay. So I think this is one of the things that gets added in with the director's cut is this whole story about the fact that the pirates in it fender and his people are satanists 
Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, why that they're sense. killing all these people because they're sacrificing them to Satan. Oh. I was like, I don't remember this being in the original. I was like, but it's been a long time since I watched it, so maybe it was, and it just went over my head. But there's whole parts of it where Fender's talking, like the voice of the actor's talking, but the mouth of the character's not moving. Oh. And I'm like, this was clearly added in, like, afterwards. <laughs> this when he's That's when he's talking about, like, I worship Satan. So, so it was like a demon supposed to be in Fender or something like that? That's no, why you... they're just, like, oh. crazy... Uh, like homicidal satanists who just love killing people for satan hmm. interesting because yeah I, I i every time i watch this movie like whenever he, he like takes the shades off and like reveals the like glowing blue mm-hmm. like meg foster eyes or whatever yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh wait is this supposed to be like okay well we'll, we'll talk about the name cyborg <laughs> right yeah. now because jean-claude van damme is not the cyborg Fender is not the cyborg. <laughs> like you go through the cast of characters, like the 15th most relevant character is the cyborg. <laughs> I think that's why they, uh, the director's cut is called slinger slinger. Yeah. yeah that, which makes, makes way more sense because Jean-Claude Van Damme is the slinger. Yeah. I think they probably Canon probably use cyborg because it's more eye catching. Maybe like yeah, slinger sounds, sounds it's like a drug slinger or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like Cyborg is like, this is a post-apocalyptic cyberpunk future. Yeah, Slinger is like in the same realm as like Free Jack. Like you kind of have to know the context. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. it just sounds like, what? I don't, I don't care about Free that. Free slinging. Yeah, right. Just slinging it left and right. Mm-hmm. But um, And I was yeah, going to so- say, does so in the director's cut of the movie, like the first two minutes of it is panning over these like dead crucified bodies. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, oh, I really don't remember that. I feel like I would remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember seeing that on AMC or something. It's graphic, too. It's like uh, levels of Cannibal Holocaust, the Shishka Broad. Oh, shit. Well, okay, that's another thing about this movie. Like, I love 80s post-apocalyptic movies. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so used to like the Italian bullshit where right? <laughs> where it's like, you know, it, it's like a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. that's like under demolition and, and a couple like, I don't know, streamers and stuff in the window. With some plastic armor. <laughs> yeah, but but this movie, like it's fucking legit. Like right? this looks like like war-torn places, like the, the buildings are all like bombed out, like there's just vast fields of nothing except for you know uh, what was the, the the beach where there's like a random boat yeah <laughs> right i was wondering how they did that i was like did yeah. they paint that in is that like a of like a still shot in the background they just painted the boat in because it looks real yeah well, well and then they interact with it <laughs> you know but but yeah uh, i don't know yeah it, but yeah th- th- this is like top tier like post-apocalyptic just set designing and stuff like that too oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like the al- the alleys and stuff just yeah it like oh you get tetanus there you know? <laughs> yeah the the costume design the set design is really excellent yeah yeah it's like mad max level yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I mean all right first scene in our thing is uh we're introduced to pearl and uh you know th- there's some guy that's like go pearl go go before go find a slinger to get some help and you know they're like being chased through the alleys and stuff of this post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world you know by uh fender and his crew and um 
I, yeah, basically she runs off and uh, the guy gets caught and he's like, that's okay. He says something like, we're, we're going to cure this plague. And he's like, no, I want to own the cure. I want everyone to follow me or something like that. It's like, I want to control everything. Go to hell. Been there. Oh. <laughs> because he loves Satan, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and this is the first I time he, ta- he takes the shades off and has those like glowing eyes, or you know, the like baby blue eyes, and then uh yeah, just lets the guy's throat fire credits, you know. We see like a big fire burning and you know, cyborg, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Vincent Klein, blah blah the blah. The font was something like straight from Clive Barker's Lord of Illusions. Like it's it had it looked like horror movie font to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, well, this is a horror movie. I would think, right? I would, I would think so. This is a uh, pretty graphic. Yeah, being chased by Satanists and then having to chase them to save the world. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Are are Satan are Satanists in movies inherently uh, a horror movie? Or <laughs> well, plus there was the line of crucified bodies. <laughs> oh, yeah. in the very beginning in the director's cut. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that also makes sense. Uh, you know, later when you know JCVD gets crucified, it's always like I guess that is kind of a fucked up way. Yeah, it's JCVD without the VD. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's got VD too, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, so yeah, after the credits, uh, we see Pearl being chased, um, and I don't know, like two guys get like catch up to her or something, but uh. You know, we see good old Gibson Rickenbacker, you know, uh, JCVD. He's just, he, here's her screaming or whatever, like, no, no, I'm going to stay away. Uh, and he like steps in and uh, yeah, he, like the first dude, he like makes it, makes the guy cut his own throat, like grabs the knife and like, Slush. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just trying to be all quiet. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is when I'm like, ah, nothing better than peak JCVD. Look how yeah. young and virile he is. Oh, oh! So you're a big fan of the uh, kickboxer Lionheart, JC? Oh, are you kidding me? Lionheart's one of my favorite movies. All right. So, so when is peak JCVD, and why is it hard target? <laughs> well, the mullet, you know. And exactly. By, that point, <laughs> by mean, that point, he's aged like a fine wine. <laughs> exactly. You got the mullet and denim. Come on. <laughs> Punching snakes in the <laughs> face. <laughs> Although the one the one critique I have of that movie, how dare you? Too many jackets for New Orleans. I don't care what time <laughs> of year it is. Mm, nobody's ever. It's definitely not uh, backwoods Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Hard Target's great. Check it out. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so JCVD helps her out and saves her, and she's like, "Oh, thank you," and he's like, "Yeah, cool," and then just starts walking away. <laughs> yeah, she just like uh. She's recording him and plays it over and over again. I was like, she recorded that for the spank bank later. Yeah. That's what she did. Oh, yeah. So when's Bloody Bits getting the spank bank server on Plex? <laughs> yeah. Well, we were like, oh, maybe we should make like pinned tabs where it could be like, oh, this is this host picks. This is this host picks. I guess mine could be the spank bank. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but like romantic comedies and uh, Christmas Oh, movies. yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Steve knows women. That's right. Yeah, fair clearly. <laughs> Speaking of knowing women, I know this chick is not a woman. She's a cyborg. 
<laughs> not because of the terminator vision no it's when she like takes her wig off to reveal her inner matrix <laughs> yeah the back of her head is robot yeah <laughs> but she's like hey i i need help to get to atlanta i i had the i may have information that helps uh you know cure the plague or whatever and you're like no let's see i'm a cyborg i'm totally johnny mnemonicing this shit yeah <laughs> Yeah, she was, uh, her task was to go from Atlanta across the country gathering old technology into her information databanks and then bring it back to Atlanta and they were going to use that to bring the infrastructure back online. And I was like, isn't this oh. just the plot to Death Stranding? The video game? Crickets, crickets. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, it absolutely is. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> Only in that case, he's literally putting up power lines <laughs> so, ah. across the country. Oh, so it's like Sims. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Sim City. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's all you had to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, while he's uh, considering everything, somebody, I don't know, fired a rocket launcher or something. I don't know what happened, but uh, all of a sudden, JCBD is buried in rubble. And Fender and the crew are there, and uh, yeah, basically Fender like walks up and is like, "You're coming with me," and like holds up the guy's head, uh, the you know the guy he slit his throat or whatever earlier. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah, that makes me want to come run to you for safety. What? <laughs> yeah. And uh, then that night, uh, you know, a couple hours later or whatever, JCVD comes out of the rubble. He's like, "Ah, ah, air." <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, okay, so then the, for us, this is where we get, like, our first flashback or whatever. Yeah, same in the director's cut, because I have notes. Okay, because, yeah, then it just cuts to, like, a wedding being ruined by uh, by a Fender and the crew. And I'm like, wait, is this happening now or previously? Yeah, that does get, yeah, that does get very confusing, the timeline. Yeah. Less time on sideboard but and it's even shot like kind of like like slower motion or whatever so it's like oh okay this is a different time but then it's like oh wait no he has the cyborg chick and and he's stealing a boat which happens in yeah okay so this is right now then all right cool so they just had a wedding where they're they were going to sail off to i assume bermuda or the bahamas or something come on pretty mama <laughs> wouldn't that be weird like post-apocalyptic there's a plague and everything but like atlantis that uh that hotel there in the bahamas or whatever is like <laughs> operating as normal just that's where all the rich people are i mean that, i feel like that's would be the fabled city of atlantis all over again yeah right yeah. Uh, what's the was it land of the dead where there's the the one skyscraper and yeah it's in, land in, of in the detroit dead, yeah. or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah just like that <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so yeah, they uh, Fender and the crew, they end up stealing a boat and they're, they're off to Atlanta. And I'm like, isn't Atlanta like in the center of Georgia? <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a river. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, JCVD, uh, I was right. He like hears a noise or whatever and then just like tosses his knife. <laughs> <laughs> Knocks a bitch out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn, he just killed that chick. Wait a minute. Is that the chick that's throughout the rest of the movie? <laughs> it sure is, guys. I assume we he like patched her up or whatever because we just see her like sleeping or whatever, recovering. He's uh, just sharpening his knife, and then and then this is where we get a real flashback. Uh, Candace, take it away. 
Oh, this is when he meets this family that's trying to get out of the city. And he's like, I'll do it for payment. And it's like two cans of food. That's his payment for getting them out of the city. <laughs> and he, during the journey, he comes close to them. Yeah, it's like a, a girl and uh, what two kids, like a boy and a girl, right? Yeah, it's like a mom and an older girl. And then, yeah, with this, with the little boy. And the little boy is probably like five years old. The girl's like 13, maybe? Yeah, something like okay, that. Okay, so I'm going to skip ahead to another flashback, but I think there's actually three kids. So there's like a little oh. boy and there's a little girl and then there's like the the older girl. Yeah, no, because then there there's kids? no, there no were, because I think when they're in the whale, like the well or whatever, it was there, JCVD, the chick, and then like the and the, the boy. And a boy and a girl. Were there four people? The two kids were like wrapped around the mom, and then oh. he was like wrapped around them. I don't know, it wasn't shot where you could really see. Oh, I got <laughs> it, I got it. 2.3 kids, got it. There All we right, go, there Perfect. we go. 2.5 kids, <laughs> but I love how it's like, uh. Uh, th- this uh this lady's talking to jcvd she's like you know pirates or, or the little girl's like the pirates killed my pa i'm gonna get him back yeah. <laughs> the mom's like no you will not be violent that's right like i am singer i will help you <laughs> you're good with the kids i i guess i am i don't know <laughs> he's like yeah he's like he's like i like them and he <laughs> even gives he even gives the oldest girl his like his uh, Christian medallion. Isn't it like a saint's medallion? Probably, yeah. Oh, oh, I think it's a St. Anthony medal. All right. Uh, let me let me look at that's a. I know that's a thing, but that might be a cop thing. Uh, I know there's St. Francis of Assisi. Yes. He's the, he's a patron saint of pet. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I think, <laughs> think he's also the patron saint of travelers, maybe, which would make sense. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's see what is what is yeah and during these uh during these uh scenes he has like longer hair and it looks like ps3 era video game protagonist hair he has like (laughs) he has like jrpg hair i'm gonna go ahead and say it's a saint anthony medal because he is the patron saint of lost people oh you're probably right then (laughs) yeah hey there's layers to this movie okay there's a lot of symbolism here yeah, but yeah, yeah. Luckily, then we get a bunch of uh, jumbled images of like Fender showing up and somebody holding some barbed wire and some oh. kids screaming. And oh, leading up to this, oh, I was also gonna say there actually is a layer with that because he gives that medallion to the girl mm-hmm. who you might or might not see later on in the movie because he's not a lost soul anymore. He's found his purpose, and it's this family. And then he has sex with the mom, and yeah, then for does. some reason the camera pans up and like right in the window, two feet away from them, <laughs> yeah, is like. <laughs> Fender and some of his goons. Yeah, there's like four watching. people just like like <laughs> leaning in the window, just watching. Bap, yeah, bap, bap, bap. and and I like I, for some reason like like Fender's hair in that scene too. Like like it's cut shorter and it's kind of kind of frizzed out a little bit. Like like it, it's got a little wave to it. He's not and it wearing was just, the sunglasses yet. I don't think. Oh no, he had the shades on because okay. you know it was early morning. I guess it's too bright for Satanist eyes. That's right. I gotta gotta protect those baby blues. Uh, but yeah, yeah. With the screaming, like uh, JCVD, he wakes up. Ah, ah, it was a dream. Ah, oh no. And uh, we see the girl. You know, she's been kind of sleeping, recovering from you know catching that knife in her torso or whatever. Uh, but she grabs a little little nearby shank, like a little piece of like rebar or something that was sharpened, 
Yeah, but you know, JCVD sees it and uh, basically, yeah, yeah, you got like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, he's kind of like, well, you seem to be fine. I, I ought to go. And uh, the girl starts like, did you hear about the, hear about the girl going to Atlanta? She's got a cure or something like that. And like how JCVD's like, I'm gone. <laughs> and just fucking leaves. And, and she's like, no, I, I, I want to I help. I want to help. You know, and he's like, no, thanks. I don't need your help. And like, oh, 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 I, he's like oh sorry i was just i had something that i forgot to mention at the at the top when also when he's you know i was saying you saw those dead bodies and stuff in the beginning of the movie in the director's cut there's also this long voiceover that is this old man saying that he wants to kill himself and there's nothing there's no joy in the world anymore and then you hear jean-claude van damme being like there are there's still good things in this world you know, you just got to find it. Oh, Jean-Claude isn't the old man? Yeah, say this isn't the quest. It's not going to close a book at the end? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the movie starts out as Jean-Claude Van Damme is an old man telling a story and ends with him at a bar and uh, ends up with him closing a book. But th- periodically throughout the movie, you'll hear this old man, like he's talking to JCVD and saying, like, if you get your revenge, what then? What do you have to live for after that? It's like a whole thing through the whole movie. It's this running theme of redemption and oh, breaking the cycle of violence. So he so he replaces the girl completely. <laughs> the the, the one girl's still there along. too. Yeah, okay. So just like re- repeating the same <laughs> yeah, stuff, like just really hammering it home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Message. Yeah. <laughs> um and, and yeah, JCBD he's like, I, I don't care. I'm going after Fender. I, I don't even care about the cyborg chick or the plague or whatever cool so yeah the girl's tagging along and then there's the scene where like uh i I don't know she pulls out like some grapes or whatever and starts eating them and uh, then we get a flashback uh to (laughs) we get another flashback where um the the mom (laughs) with the kids or whatever they're like gardening in front of like i swear to god the house from walking dead like that yeah that one in atlanta they shot season three in or whatever (laughs) or season season two. two season two that's it and and there's gardening like you can stay if you want <laughs> and, he, you and you get a little scene of him like you know putting his guns in the in the old hope chest or whatever <laughs> i don't need these anymore <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah that, that night he like goes to i guess what constitutes as a town or whatever in this post-apocalyptic world he's like the trading station yeah he's just trying to find out about fender and uh like oh yeah he went uh through a couple towns and burned them along the way and i'm like well that's a dick move if you're on a time crunch you know well well he's gotta keep up the body count for his lord and master yeah well see had we known that that would make sense <laughs> hail satan that's right <laughs> he, he turned all of athens georgia into a goddamn pentagram and set it on fire Woo! that would that would actually be like a baller move <laughs> <laughs> just just like the i don't know the five border cities of georgia is like savannah valdosta <laughs> atlanta athens and i don't know something in the north near south carolina i didn't know there were that many cities in georgia can't right? believe they named off that many there, there might even be like two more in the state. <laughs> Steve knows so much Stone Mountain. Steve knows so much more about uh, Georgia than the rest of this podcast combined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve, not Atlanta. It's you... not Savannah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Steve, why, why do you know so much about Georgia? Uh, I went to Savannah once for a couple of hours. 
don't know. The only thing I know Simple about geography. Is all of their streets are named Peach Street. Yeah, that is Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So then you turn left on Peach Tree. And then you turn right on Peach Tree. You turn to right on Peach Avenue. And then there's Peach Lane. Get your shit together, Atlanta. You hosted the Olympics, for God's sake. Look, they technically made good choices, even though it was really, 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 really fucking close uh, during their last voting rounds. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Just barely. Just barely. (laughs) Uh, They squeaked by being a decent state that we don't have to just, like, constantly drill into the ocean. (laughs) Like Florida. (laughs) Ah, fuck you, Florida. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> get your shit together i was promised you'd be washed away by now no nobody <laughs> nobody 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 uh heard, heard all through the 80s and 90s that the uh, caps melting was gonna anyway, i always heard that it was la was gonna have the giant earthquake that was gonna sink it into the ocean i'm still waiting for that oh that- they've been saying california is gonna drop off into the ocean the whole time i lived there i've yet to see it happen it's never gonna happen oh god i'm still waiting for my beachfront property here in utah get on it guys i i blame the lack of hairspray it's not my problem i live in missouri i live in the literal middle (laughs) i'll be safe what's your altitude again or your elevation there low is it missouri or is it misery it's misery. <laughs> never, oh, never misery. Really sure, was never sure how to pronounce that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, he's he's talking about this guy getting information about Fender or whatever, and, and then yeah, like this guy. Oh, maybe this is the old guy he was talking to in the narration where because he's like, well, "What happens if you kill Fender?" And I'm like, "Then you guys praise me as a god and savior of your people." Uh, I don't know. <laughs> And then, yeah, some guy with uh, what appears to be fishnet stockings on his head, like, steals a basketball oh, from man, a kid. Oh, man, that mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but JCVD, he, like, gets it right back. And, uh, yeah, you know. He like, no- he, like, knocks him out with it, too. It's like, it's dodgeball time, bitch. Throws it right <laughs> in his face, knocks his ass out, and gives the ball back to the kid. Yeah. <laughs> now you want time out. No. I don't believe this is yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then... Uh, yeah, they, they get word that, oh, yeah, he's, uh you know, heading to Atlanta, and we'll have to go through the wasteland to catch up to him. The wasteland? But that's like a wasteland. <laughs> Nobody makes it through there. <laughs> like, well, we have to try. And, of course, uh, you know, they're going along the road, and, uh, I don't know, J- <laughs> this thing is like, JCVD, like, hears a noise, and he just kind of like, okay, stay here. And then just goes running off into the woods, and she's like... <laughs> I mean, oh, just oh, stay, okay. like, right here? Or can I, like, run or something? And then, repelling Satanists! Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, and this, this like, husk of a brick building that they do all this fighting and stuff in, it's like, okay, it's cool, because they're, like, on the second floor of it, so it's, like, above the tree line, <laughs> and, you know, that's, like, the background. They're like, oh, no, they could fall off any time. It's so dangerous. I don't know. I, I fucking love it. I don't care. <laughs> and yeah like a dozen or so of this like mad max militia like surrounds the girl then jcvd shows up with a shotgun and starts fighting them and he's got like the the knife in his boot and i don't know the girl ends up like oh the oh, girl yeah. ends up like he does punching. he does it is a signature spin kick but he does it with a knife coming out the front of his boot like, yeah. uh, like that james bond movie yeah, fucking decapitate you know, like, him yeah it was oh, it was great <laughs> And then girl even gets in and she punches the one guy and we get a sweet dummy fall like 
Look, <laughs> looking up at it falling, which is always great. Right. <laughs> I like I like both the uh, camera underneath the dummy and the camera like really high above the dummy. You just watch yeah. it like fall away from you. Those are both good angles. Watch Limbs billowing up. in the wind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> flailing like shoelaces. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, after that, we uh, cut to the beach. Okay. <laughs> Thought we were cutting through a wasteland. Don't know why we're at a beach. But uh, I yeah, the yeah the, uh, oh my god. JCVD, he's like, yeah, Fender's boat will pass through here. We'll stop here for the night. And uh, oh, there's a whole scene that. So wait, okay. So did you guys see what happened to the kid with the ball? Oh no! Oh oh man! In the director's he's not in the rest cut, of the movie. Yeah, you see the ending, and it's not good because those uh, they you know when they're trekking through the wilderness, they come across those gangsters and they're like cutting up the kid like oh, there's like a bunch of dead bodies around and they're just cutting up the kid and he you know jcvd of course dispatches them and he goes to the kid but the kid's dead oh fuck yeah it's pretty brutal and of course more shots of naked bloody crucified bodies god damn well, <laughs> yeah. well enough of that shit let's go to the beach where the girl's just <laughs> stripping right down and going for a dip fuck yeah uh, and then we get some a, taking a bath in the ocean sounds good. It, it's it sounds pointless because yeah, that ocean exactly. is nasty. Yeah, plus you're going to be all crusty. Yeah, you come out all salty and shit and dried she's out. Get and... Sand in her vagina. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that not your guys' thing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good thing. <laughs> okay, I, I have to ask the director's cut because we get a little bit of a JCVD, you know, coming out and he's got the towel wrapped around him or whatever. No, you don't see any more than that. Damn it. No. You, you don't get to see a little bit of peen or a little no. man-ass like in any other JCVD movie. Right? There's no, there's no side dick or anything like that. Yeah, you barely get a side move from the chick too, but... Oh, well, oh, 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 oh in the wait. director's cut. No. no, wait, yes, hey, that's right. There's the scene where she uh, she presents later that night around the campfire and... Uh, She's JCVD. sitting in a campfire on a beach across from JCVD wearing just a blanket. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah, shit, I'll, I'll, I'll take my shot. <laughs> <laughs> you present like a red-ass baboon. Like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, uh, I am not interested, Steve. Which that's uh, got to be demoralizing. You know what? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not his cup of tea. I get it. <laughs> so so yeah um then, then we get another flashback to uh a flashback to jcvd kissing a dead chick well we know she's dead but because she's not in the movie right now but um and then you have the whole post coitus thing again where fender and the crew are watching from the window as they're like <laughs> two there. feet away yeah. it's very well lit Oh, that's right. Though uh, we get a whole scene where she's like, "Are you not even gonna be here in the morning?" And JC just kind of like looks away or whatever. So we yeah. cut to morning, and she wakes up alone. Oh no! Wait, nope. JCVD's uh, looking at the river for some reason. She goes wandering over and like, "Hey, what you doing?" Like, that's Fender's boat right there. Oh, oh shit! Were you gonna come wake me up or? You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a part in the director's cut where that narrator comes back and he's talking about again explaining how the pirates are satanists and how the how two people are destined to clash in the wasteland to determine the fate of the world nice (laughs) much more dramatic there's a lot more story in the director's cut 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, the like 80 minute version or whatever that we saw, it's like, okay, this was obviously like a two and a half, three hour movie or something. And they're like, well, we need to be under 80 minutes because we're going out of business. No, don't I don't, have, I don't think it yeah. was, it wasn't that long. No, really it, like more was the stuff that was added was pretty short. And then they did a lot of voiceover explaining the plot. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Cause yeah, like, like, Izzy was saying when she was watching it uh, this morning, it was like, I had to rewind it like a dozen times. Like, wait, did I miss something? No, you didn't. (laughs) No. Yeah. Like I, this movie was what? 85 minutes on TV. Yeah. yeah, Credits and everything. Yeah. yeah, um, Seriously took me like two and a half hours to watch it. Not just because of the commercials, but also I kept rewinding things. because I'm like, okay, I missed a scene. No. No, I didn't miss a scene. That scene's not there. I mean, I'm still missing a scene, but it's, yeah, it's just not there. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, uh, scattershot movie. Like, they're yeah. just throwing things at you. Even in the director's cut, they're just throwing things at you with no context. Oh, like when JCVD is like, oh yeah, that's Fender's boat. Then we go aboard the boat to see them sharpening their knives and stuff. And we see uh, Pearl the Cyborg just kind of... I don't know, staring into nothingness in the corner, but then we get a flashback of uh, her backstory where she's, uh, yeah, basically just. It looks like she she's having an operation for some. I I don't know if she's having a new modem or something put in or what. Yeah, because I think she's she, already a cyborg, but no, I think she wasn't a cyborg. She was just a human, and then they put oh. the robot parts in her. Oh, okay, to make her a cyborg. Yeah, they basically like hollow out like her entire head to like put in a flash drive or whatever for babies <laughs> you can hold up to four megabytes in this thing <laughs> shove it in there yeah this will calculate up to six digits of pi oh yeah uh, so, so we get to see that whole process and uh, by the way all the scenes where it's like <laughs> she's obviously like the uh, uh, the cpr dummy <laughs> like, yes <laughs> like you can really tell when it's like well, not they, her and it's like oh paid. a robot they paid to make this robot puppet, and by God, they're going to use it. They're oh, going to get yeah. their money's worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then we go to the uh, JCVD and the girl. They they get to, I guess, the port, and they see uh, Fender's boat, but they don't see Fender. Stay by me. You know, <laughs> that whole thing. But then Fender sees them, and he's like, take them out. And uh, they go to, I don't know, some sort of a mill or something for this next fight thing. I, I don't know what this building is, but it works good for the fight scenes and having different floors and catwalks and stuff. Sorry, and, Steve, the dog just farted so bad. Oh, it's okay. It's the really the microphone can't pick it up. Okay. <laughs> well, the guy's got a television. retching noise, maybe. But, yeah. huh. so I had a dog. Do, they smell. I had a dog that farted so bad one time it woke me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> the fart was so so strong smelling that Is it actually woke me up from yeah, from a deep sleep. I was like, "That's oh my god, <laughs> that's has, legendary." <laughs> has a portal to hell been opened up in my bedroom? <laughs> wait, wait, Candace, welcome to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never forget it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we get start off a nice little catwalk fight against uh, Ralph Muller, uh, who we found out his name's Brick later, and like charge at each other. Ah! And, oh, that was pretty uh, awesome, though. Oh yeah, when they're like <clears throat> swinging their knives around and screaming and running towards each other, but then they clash. 
And it kind of reminds me of when I would play with my Ninja Turtles and just kind of like slam the action figures to the ground. You know? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's it's like kind of like pushing each other with their chests or something. Like, yeah, get, yeah, get them. <laughs> it's not the best fighting choreography. Plus, JCVD yeah. just outclasses everyone in this movie with his on-screen charisma. I mean, yeah. he really does. Although I will say the guy playing Fender is awesome. Yeah. He's really yeah. good too, but not, not JCVD class. Yeah, yeah, Vincent Klein, like for those who don't know, um, he's basically like War Child in Point Break. Uh, you might know him as uh, Utah Johnny Montana in an episode of Briscoe County Jr. Uh, he, he's in Blast for like three minutes. Yeah. I don't think he says more than one word until, you know, his death scene spoilers, but. <laughs> and I don't think he's got the contacts in. No, no, no. Which definitely make him creepier. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's just a whole bunch of fighting. Like uh, JCV starts getting beat up, and he's like hanging off the catwalk. But then he like purposely breaks it, so then he like swings down to the first floor and takes out a few guys. Good uh, move, boss move. Yeah, but then he sees a uh, Fender. You know, like I swear, got like a hundred yards away in this building, and uh, the the girl like knocked out at his feet, and uh, you know starts walking towards him. And then I swear to God, the Winter Soldier came out of left field and started fighting <laughs> JCVD. Bucky, no. Bucky, no. Stop. <laughs> You're in the wrong movie. That's next year when Captain America comes out. No. But <laughs> and then, yeah, so he whoops his ass. And then uh, and then we get Fender uh, screaming, motherfucker, and then shooting JCVD in the shoulder. Good move. But then it's Candace, like, don't bring a don't bring your legs to a gunfight. That's right. <laughs> Sabate this bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, but Candace, then then we're introduced to another one of Fender's crew. Which one is it? Haley. The oh the girl, yeah, the girl. The yeah, girl. Yeah. Yep, the one who's significantly younger than everybody else in his crew. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, you got your child bride when you're a Satanist. I mean, <laughs> that's right. He sees the girl and 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 he's she's, like staring at her. And I'm like, who who the hell is this supposed to be? And then she's wearing the, the medallion. Yeah. See the medallion. You get the flashback. And he's like, Haley, Haley, is that you? Now she's the lost soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and she's also Fender's number one hoe. So, oh boy. Yeah. And the, yeah, this is a part where. Fender's like talking, but his lips aren't moving. <laughs> he keeps going on and on about how much he loves Satan. Oh, <laughs> like he really Satan. goes hard on it. <laughs> like me and my Lord Satan are like more than a friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I like Satan so much, I'd stick my dick in him and I'd let him stick his dick I, in me. I remember the first time I let him deep inside me. And, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Upskule him, upset him. You know he's the most beautiful angel, right? <laughs> so anyway jcvd runs and he's chased by all the people um and yeah he ends up like <laughs> I, I i don't know he like there's like this setup where there's like these two dudes standing around the the knocked out chick and so jcvd's like running around they're chasing after him but then he like sets up and snipes those two while the others are like looking for him i don't know it's kind of a weird little cutscene there but yeah yeah he grabs the girl throws him over his shoulder um, and then he sees the cyborg girl pull and he's like, come on, we got to go. And she's like, I'm not going to leave. I will lead uh, uh, Fender to his death. 
in Atlanta, but there is nothing in this world here that can kill him. And I'm like, wait, what? So, so wait, is Fender a cyborg? Yeah. I, yes. I don't know. I, I guess he has the power of Satan. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there so is kind of a supernatural the, thing. I thought with the blue eyes, he was like a cyborg. I yeah. Maybe he was like a mutant. Or the maybe. title of the movie, maybe if he was a cyborg. JCVD is probably a cyborg. I'm guessing everybody in this movie is a cyborg. Steve, spoiler for like the fourth or fifth or sixth one. <laughs> oh no, it's Universal Soldiers. Never mind. Oh yeah, yeah that's what you're thinking of. You're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I get the movies where Jean Claude Van Damme is a robot or maybe is fighting <laughs> robots confused. The same That's... as I sometimes get the ones where he's playing his own brother confused. Yeah, the one where he's playing his own twin or actual That's a classic. replicant, you might say. I mean, those are only the, the two clone. kinds of movies that or he's, he's in. he's playing the clone of himself. Yeah. And then there's the one where he's a fashion, uh, fashion designer. Oh, yeah, with his twin Rob Schneider. <laughs> Nikolai's my favorite Ralph Schneider role. <laughs> and the least annoyed by him. There you go. <laughs> That's called Knockoff. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Why it's not? It's a good one. It's, you, it's about, okay, I was say, oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. of course I've seen <laughs> Knockoff. <laughs> Got it on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, per, yeah, Pearl's not going up. So, yeah, he basically is just fireman carrying uh, this this chick that's been following him around and like dives down with her into the sewers and shit and like brick and a bunch of the others are like following through the sewers. Oh, and we get one of the coolest kills in this entire movie. Again, the sewers. It's like waist deep water with a sword. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and she legit looks like she's wet her pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Right. Oh, that's yeah. She didn't pee her pants, but she definitely wet her pants. Sploosh. <laughs> but uh, Ralph Miller, big, big ass bodybuilder dude, chasing after him in the sewers, and we see that JCVD is like hiding somewhere, but it's only like showing his face. He's like trying to be quiet, and he's got his knife, and Ralph's like looking around, and then he looks up, and there's JCVD doing the fucking splits above uh, the split, the splits. And then just wah, right down into his head. And then we don't see the rest of the scene because then it's like, okay, as he get down from there, okay, he just kind of drops and uh, I don't know. Yeah, you just, you know, you just see him like drop down on his head and then you see him stand up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah, they're still running through the sewers. Uh, they get to a ladder and like climb up out of there into uh, some sort of like grassy marsh, like the Everglades or something. <laughs> they're back in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, right. This is they're- the Outer Banks. They're, yeah. they're looking for chances, uncle. <laughs> because my mama took one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're being chased. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of like fights like in the marsh. And um, oh, that's right. The the one chick like cuts the uh, Mad Max chick's like like hand or like yeah, forearm off. Yeah, cut her off. hand right off. Yeah. <laughs> ah! oh. <laughs> yeah. We get a nice little roundhouse spin kick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, like this this other like big bodybuilder dude jumps in in a fight, uh, but it, JCVD like snaps his neck in like a minute, like if that. Then like someone brings in a a bat, while JCVD's got no JCVD's got a bat, and then the other dude has a knife, and this is oh, like yeah. the knife versus versus bat fight, the yeah. classic argument. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. Oh, but but then like I I don't know. 
five other people show up and just start whooping JCVD's ass. Yeah, like, I think it's a little outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah, he's been running a lot. He's, you know, he's still What was trying the last to, time he ate? You're not sure. Yeah, he, he's still trying to live off the two cans of cream corn from a couple flashbacks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's probably completely drained from that salty chick he banged on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> they cut oh, that scene, she was, right? she, no. she fucked him out. That's right. She's working with the enemy. I lost my mojo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he gets whooped and then uh, Fender shows up and starts whooping his ass even more. He's like, stand him up and just like backhanding the shit out of him. And then Candace, what do they do? They crucify him. Fucking crucified him. But yeah. they don't, they don't do the classic crucifixion where they break his legs, which they should have because his legs are like WMDs. You know what? They probably tried. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and they're like, he must be some sort of cyborg with these <laughs> legs of steel. It bends the hammer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In the shape of his leg. <laughs> yeah, right. In another scene, it's like the hammer just looks like a shin. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. It's like got the outline of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, they basically crucify him on this, uh, this ship mast of this this the the ship from earlier that was like right on the the banks of the beach or whatever any symbolism here what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> any kind of you know imagery being used here that people would identify with with a hero no this is completely new no. oh you're right you're right i'm dumb yeah. yeah and then the girl Haley like gets the cup and starts getting the blood that's dripping from his wounds and she's the demon knight and goes on billy zane chases her Roll credits, guys. What do we think of the <laughs> Demon Knight prequel <laughs> Cyborg or Slinger? No. Uh, so, yeah, they crucify him. Um, and, yeah, they, they leave. But, yeah, Haley kind of you know, stays back for a minute. And, uh, we, we again see the necklace and all that. And then, uh, I don't know, Fender says something like, come on. And no, Fender's goes, like, you care for him? And she's like, he's nothing to me. I At least in my cut, that's what happened. Yeah, 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 I'm sure it was something like that. I, don't, I remember the exact words. But uh, yeah, then uh, night falls. We cut to the next morning. We get a recap of all the previous flashbacks again, just in case you missed them the first time. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, he wakes up in the morning. Ugh! <sighs> I, I think, I think, in the flashback recap is where we first hear uh, someone call him Gibbs. <laughs> um, yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah. I don't. I I think the only person's name I knew was Fender and Amy at this point, because people yelled it often enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember Pearl because I think it was that's right. The guys run, Pearl, run, Pearl, Pearl. You gotta run at the like first scene of the movie. <laughs> that's a the cyborg chick, but uh, uh oh, this right in the flashbacks we see the whole setup where like you know what happens after they uh wake him up uh, in that morning when they're watching them Fender and the crew uh. Basically tie up JCVD, the the chick, and 1.3 of the kids or whatever in the well with a little barbed wire holding them from falling to the bottom. And, and there's like three dudes like holding this barbed wire, keeping it from going. And then little Haley's there and he's like, you can save them. All you have to do is hold oh, this wire. This just wrecked my shit. Because I was probably like eight or nine years old when I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going to save your family, Candace? Are you strong enough? <laughs> I know. It's a little girl, too. So, you know, I'm identifying, especially. 
<laughs> you're the, you're the little girl who grows up to hang out with the the real bad boy. Yeah, that's Candace all over. Shit, you're right. <laughs> when they talk about movies that made me, clearly <laughs> Cyborg was one of them. Yeah, how many how many boyfriends did you have named after guitars again? <laughs> A lot of guitar players. <laughs> it was like subconscious. <laughs> Oh my God, I need to reevaluate my life choices now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we're all about on everything I learned for a movie is breaking down those psyches. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, obviously, you know, little girl's not. <laughs> I was basically waiting when the guys let go that uh, she holds on tight to that barbed wire, but because it's the weight of like four people, she just kind of goes along with them into the well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like <"Yee!" laughs> Oh, when you think about how shred up her hands had to have been. Yeah. Right. Oh, I my butthole clenched at this one. <laughs> oh, so brutal. You're trying to hold it with your butt cheeks. No, <laughs> that's how she would hold the barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. With my yeah, butt. If I use my hands, if I just kegel hard enough. They're <laughs> 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 just like a zipline. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or a ripcord. Or <laughs> yeah. wall balls. I don't know. Whatever you're into. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, we see like yeah, slip through her hands, and we see them kind of like fall down the well. And then uh, yeah, JCVD like wakes up, and he's like, "Oh shit, that's right, I'm I was crucified." And uh, he starts like kicking the 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 master yeah. or whatever, trying he to break. He uses it. his legs. I said yes. they they needed to break his legs like a real crucifixion. Yeah, those goddamn cyborg legs that were indestructible. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I assume it's got to be because yeah, it's really chipping away at the mast or whatever too. Eventually, and uh, I, I don't know. It eventually, like breaks, and I was waiting for him to fall forward and just face plant from like twenty feet up. But no, it, sideways, and he landed on his back. So you know, no, uh, just a fucking spot. roll credits. No, but yeah, he's on his back, and then uh, that's when uh, the the girl shows up, and she's like, "See, I told you, you need my help." And like you know, cuts his uh, the the ropes or whatever holding his hands and shit. Yeah, what happens from here? Oh yeah, so yeah, then we're uh, on the road with uh, Fender and the cyborg chick, and uh, I don't know. Fender's talking to him like, "What waits for me in Atlanta?" He's like, "What do you mean? I'll be able to give the information for the cure and blah blah blah." Like, no, what waits for me? Are you gonna try to destroy me? Some shit like that. I don't know. Is there anything different in the the director's cut? No, it's pretty much the same. Although I did have the note here that this movie and The Walking Dead would have us believe that all roads lead to Atlanta. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I, I have a Walking Dead stormy map painting that they're walking towards. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, we we see uh, uh, JCVD like, like they're walking into Atlanta. JCVD's there waiting for him, and he's basically healed. Like, oh, it's every- amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know how many months later this is supposed to be, but like his <laughs> little crucifixion like... scars are like, like I, I don't know. I, I have worse scars from surgeries decades ago. Because you know he got I mean? resurrected. He's all healed up. Oh, oh shit. He's Wolverine. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically he uh, he's got a little bow and arrow. And he fires an arrow just to like, you know. <laughs> fires a warning shot to let him know he's there <laughs> he's got to be then, a fair fight he's honorable and i got to say that the set design for this like combat area they're in now looks like outworld from mortal Kombat. 
Yeah. Which I thought was fitting because JCVD is the inspiration for Johnny Cage. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a shamey, uh, so shame he couldn't make it into the the recent 2021. Although Elaine Moosey's still available, guys. No. <laughs> no, who the uh, they they finally announced who was gonna who was gonna be Johnny Cage? Who the hell was it? I have no idea. Well, it was said like it wasn't Scott Atkins or like somebody I knew, but it was like oh, okay, I can kind of see it. I guess in a way, <laughs> if that movie ever gets made. Uh, oh God, I <laughs> hope so. I really liked it. I, I liked it too. Was it perfect? Of course not. No. Was it good? No. But it was entertaining. When your one argument is, oh, they didn't even have a tournament, I'll just respond, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it had (laughs) kick-ass fighting with kick-ass monsters, kick-ass gore, and uh, Kano was very funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat 2021. Check it out, guys. Donate money. Donate money to it. Yeah, Kickstarter that shit. Um, so yeah, so we started uh, panning across all the mini bosses that JCVD is going to fight. Yeah, and uh, sub bosses. And Fender yells, "Move!" And they all go after, her, start fighting, and uh, yeah, the girl uh, jumps in too. She takes out other girls because you know <laughs> JCVD can't hit a woman, you know that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's they always eventually... something they do in movies that annoys me is they they can never have like men fighting women. Like, it's always like the girls have to fight the girls and the boys have to fight the boys. They even do that now in movies. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, come uh, on. They uh, can Candace, beat the shit out of each other. Candace, I know what you're saying, and I love watching women getting hit by guys. I really do. <laughs> but hey, if it's a fair fight and she kicks his ass, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Even if she does get punched in the face a few times. Yeah, let's watch Cynthia Rothrock versus Steve Steven Seagal. Oh, I'm down for yeah. watching that. <laughs> oh I know God. who's winning that one. <laughs> Right. Uh, oh, who's the Australian stunt woman we love? Zoe Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Her kicks the goal's ass too. Fuck yeah! Just for good measure. No, I don't. Cynthia <laughs> Rothrock versus the goal. Cynthia Rothrock, who was the inspiration for Sonya Blade, versus Jean Claude Van Damme. Like, come on. Oh man, this I don't know. Johnny Cage versus Sonya Blade. I don't know if yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, you would. And then you know what? <laughs> Throw in uh, James. <laughs> James Han or whatever the uh, inspiration for Shang Tsung. Oh, man, low pan, sorry. <laughs> and the uh, the other guy from uh, Big Trouble Middle China, Raiden. Yes, and, uh... <laughs> and Liu Kang. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man, we <laughs> let's do it, guys. Guys, uh... we're really good at casting this. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know why didn't I ever think of that before? Actually, that would be a dream movie. have the actual people who were the inspiration for the characters yeah and then the mighty morphin power rangers who were obviously the inspiration for scorpion sub-zero reptile uh ermac uh noob sabot smoke reptile brain (laughs) (laughs) cyborg mortal combat that's the sequel (laughs) cyborg Immortal combat. <laughs> this is uh, oh man, I'm writing my fanfic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of JCVD puddle fighting, uh yeah. <laughs> look, that's what she calls her special time alone. Okay? <laughs> that's right. Uh but yeah, see so yeah, a bunch of fighting going on. Um, yeah, girl on girl action. Uh there's one scene where like a dude gets like started on fire. 
and then JCVD like kicks him and then he fucking explodes when he hits a car. <laughs> it was great. Like, why <laughs> did that car explode? <laughs> <laughs> no, the I'm dude pretty- exploded. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm pretty sure all of the gas fumes would have evaporated long ago. Oh, m- maybe he was a cyborg <laughs> and just got Fair, to his yeah. uh, his gas power unit and <laughs> it's the 80s, a good of everything. <laughs> Uh, but then we get the final the final boss battle between JCVD and Fender. And uh, we see Fender taking off the shades to reveal those baby blues again. And uh, yeah, basically they fight around a bit. Like uh, JCVD gets like his head fucking slammed in a car door. Yeah, and shit. he gets the shit beat out of him. Yeah. And then Haley's like, no, stop it. Oh, he gets thrown through the windshield and is inside of the car still. Yeah. So that's going to be really important here in a second. Well, yeah. Okay. So the whole positioning of this, okay. Like JCVD gets his head slammed in the door a couple times and he's like kind of knocked out. Haley cries out and Fender basically like goes over, like pulls her hair back and like kisses her. And JCVD's like, no. And then he, and then, so, and then so, he so like he kicks his... Fender, but it's like, yeah. but, but he was on the other side of the no, no, no. Babe, So what happened okay. was, JCVD got his head slammed in the door a couple of times. Uh-huh. Then you missed Fender picked him up and threw him through the windshield. So he rolled over the dashboard and is in the front seat. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the front seat. Yeah. yeah he's in the front seat. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. So Fender goes over, grabs her. Drags they're her like up by the headlights. Drags her back. Uh, okay. So like kiss her or whatever. Then JCVD, it's still like very awkward. I am giving this movie more credit yeah, than yeah. it deserves <laughs> yeah. at this point. Kicks through the passenger window to kick him in the ribs. And then Fender starts doing this thing with his jaw for the rest of his, his scenes that is horrifying and incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Else- he does not stop screaming at this point and doing a Frankenstein monster. Yeah. 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 Just He's angry, <laughs> angry Arnold Schwarzenegger. That. Yeah. He's got Satan yeah. rage. That's right. Satanic rage. Oh, I hate it oh. when I get Satan rage. And, and he also it happens once a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Open the shining gates. No. Uh, oh man. Speaking of which, I'm sorry really. to break this up. <laughs> My yeah, coworkers in our like private chat on our phones were talking about they always keep Excedrin close to them during Shark Week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused. And yeah. I, I thought, oh, maybe they just get hammered during Shark Week. And so no, that's where the hang blood in the water. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard this phrase before. And oh. I was like, man, you guys really love Shark Week. They're like, and we've been using that term for a decade, me and Izzy. Like <laughs> when she says like it's Shark it. Week, I know exactly what it means. <laughs> he knows them shoving the waters. <laughs> I know, I was so confused. <laughs> it's like, man, they really love Shark Week. I've never met such big fans. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Isn't Shark Week only once a year? <laughs> There's a recent Discovery Channel still in business. Right. <laughs> but go but, back uh, to the movie. I'm sorry. I just had to mention oh, that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, during this whole melee where, like, you know, he kicks him in the side and turns Fender into Frankenstein's monster, uh, Fender also ended up stabbing the girl. And we hear JCVD scream her name, Annie! And I'm like, is that the first time I'm hearing her name? I think so. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So now we know the names of all three girls in this movie with only four minutes left. Okay, cool. But they never talk to each other, so it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. There's a lot of movies that pass the Bechdel test that um, shouldn't. Belly passes the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure that's the that's right. greatest, uh, scale. greatest way to measure. <laughs> yeah, so Annie stabbed, uh, the fight keeps going on. 
And then uh, basically for the next like three minutes, JCBD and Fender are just Rochambeauing each other, like straight punches to the face for like unblocked and don't even attempt to put your hands up or anything. Just blah, 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 yeah, this is blah. like a middle school boy fight. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they think they see. And then, yeah, like I think Fender has like a knife and like cuts JCBD's face a bit. But then JCBD like gets the knife from him and stabs it into his chest. Ah! Yeah, and then like it's kind of hard to tell from the cut, like the way it's like the way they cut the scene. But it looks like he shoves it up to his neck. Yeah, he like disembowels him. Yeah, like all the way up through the sternum and shit. Yeah, like it's a big cut, and then like Fender's down. It's like okay, cool, roll credits. And then Fender's like air humping the puddle. (laughs) <laughs> for a while his death scene is a little drawn out oh yeah he gets a little he's twitching a bit you know he, yeah he's doing a lot of hip thrusts is what i'm saying yeah so then uh jcbd walks away from him in the storm he sees Haley. they embrace give a little hug <gasps> and it's surprise motherfucker i'm still alive here's fender and he starts fucking choking out jcbd and got him on the ground and they're fighting and then I, I don't know. He he kicks him like I don't know eight or nine times back against this wall until he finally gets him onto a meat hook, and, and then Fender's like on the meat hook. He's like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> dead, <laughs> and he vacates his bowels. And no, <laughs> it's very embarrassing. Yeah. So then uh, JCB starts walking around. He sees Pearl's okay. Uh, Annie's dead on the hood of a car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, JCVD, he's he's so sad in the rain. And, you know, he actually looks sad. He looks like chilly. His nipples can cut glass. Uh, oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. He takes Pearl to the, I, I guess, the CDC or wherever in Atlanta he's supposed to take her to. And then she's like, you know, stay with us, Gibson. <laughs> and uh, what what is it like oh, yeah, he he needs us out there or something oh, he, like he says they need us out there yeah they need and, us out and there. him and the blonde go and then she goes man sometimes i think he's the yeah. real cure for this yeah. world strange <laughs> maybe he's the cure for this world that is not in the director's cut no no really oh no yeah, <laughs> it was definitely like 80 yard at the end and it's like what <laughs> okay so yeah, walks off with uh, Haley or whatever. Now they're back. They're together. They close the door behind them. Roll credits. That's not what happens in the director's cut. Go on. Oh, this is great. So you see Pearl, and she, you know, hugs her dude that was back at the base. Yeah. And he says, um, "Did you get everything that we needed?" And she's like, "Yes. Now no one can stop us, and this country will be ours to rule as we please." Okay, <laughs> that's not the end. <laughs> then you see one of the screens that says "Cut to six months later," and then there's just a hallway, and there's lightning that starts flashing, and it looks like a Terminator. And you see a naked cyborg woman appear, and she like stands up, and she's like half skeleton, and she's walking towards the camera, and that's the end of the movie. Oh fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that was definitely not in the original cut. That is definitely new. <laughs> that is badass. God damn it! Uh, R.I.P. Albert Pune. Hopefully, your vision will be realized one day. Steve's got an erection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a uh, that's cyborg uh, going around the horn. Uh, Candace, would you recommend this movie? I do recommend this movie. It's definitely not top tier JCVD, but it's pretty entertaining and watch the director's cut 
Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna be doing that like tonight. <laughs> oh, that's what's yeah, that's what's happening after this. Yeah, we'll go to bed late. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, how about you, babe? Oh, what did I learn? No. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I highly recommend it. I'm sorry. No, no worries. No, no, yeah. Highly recommend it. I've been drinking, Steve. <laughs> well, I know. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it. Have your kids watch it. Traumatize them. Yeah. Oh, shouldn't do it. Yes. Made yes. me the woman I am today, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you want your kids to be like Candace? <laughs> Everybody starts burning copies of it. <laughs> it was like no i'm just gonna settle for cyborg 2 glass shadow also available on tubi ritual yeah i watched may it today may, <laughs> yeah may or may not be coming in a future month because fennel thorson's in it ah. <laughs> so yeah uh yeah on that note i guess guys yeah, uh we're gonna take a quick commercial break but when we come back we have more beer what? fun facts <gasps> and what we learn from cyborg what? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays do you like supporting the arts well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Ah, Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From our favorite fandoms to the occasional girl talk in our ongoing book club, we bring everything to you with a feminine eye. You can find us on all of your favorite podcatchers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and at our own website, nerdybitches.com. You can also find us at our new home on the Age of Radio Podcast Network, along with other great shows at ageofradio.org. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you soon. You know, everybody likes to say that they were like weird when they were like in middle school or high school. But then when you talk about how your first crush was Rod Serling, they all look at you weird and you realize you were an extra level of weird. Candace, did you ever feel that way? (laughs) Uh, No. I mean, I had a thing for Orson Welles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So see, you I I was going to guess H.P. Lovecraft or something, but. uh... That was high school. (laughs) Yeah, okay. He was like my third crush. Come on. 
He left his home in America to the streets of Hong Kong and conquered all challengers at Kumite. Then he mastered cybernetic robotics on himself. These make me more powerful, more faster. He was also named world's greatest lover seven years in a row before retiring, then devised a simple cocktail that cured cancer. The secret is the right mix of brandevin, coconut water, and blue carousel. He was revered as a god, and every earthly desire was bestowed upon the champion. President Dukes, your hot tub is prepared for your state of the world address. We have found technology that gave us limitless energy from our sense of self-worth. World peace by all major religion now worshipping Amazon Prime and its incredible offerings and benefits. And cured world hunger by making insect protein taste like bacon and eggs. Everything is incredible. But now one challenger has appeared to destroy everything himself. I have come from the future to end yours. My god, he's your exact double! But twice the size! And who knows how much stronger? Is that a rocket in his pants or some sort of ICBM defense system? Jesus, Harold and Kumar Christ! Even his splits can do splits! There's simply no defense against that! Mr. President, we must negotiate a treaty with you from the future. No! No treaty! No retreat, no surrender! I'm gonna kick that Samaba bitch ass so hot that the next me wannabe is gonna feel it. Wait, is that right? This is the most incredible final fight ever! What? Now they're going through the walls and are fighting in the streets! Ooh! That Ford Transit just got crushed and split in half. That's some serious Van Damage. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. In his Academy Award nominated role. Based on about a true story of blood sport love. You can never beat me. Ha! You're wrong. I beat myself twice a day. Double dudes. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Thank you, Ah, uh, babe, well, I don't know about you. <gasps> I'm a little thirsty. What? What is this? And What's this. And with, music in the air. and with this being the first episode of 2023, I thought what better way to start it off than with a 2018 rare release from Epic Brewing. Yes, a five-year-old beer. It's their <laughs> Big Bad Baptista, which is an imperial stout with Mexican coffee, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and cinnamon flavor added and aged in 100% whiskey barrels. I'm taking a picture of this beautiful fucking thing. This is gorgeous. And uh, trying to find ABV on this. Steve, I'm a little JCPD puddle fight over here. (laughs) 11.2%. And uh, here we are. Inspired by the spicy and bold flavors of a Café de Ola, 
We added vanilla and cinnamon along with Mexican coffee beans and cacao nibs, cacao nibs to our 100% barrel-aged big bad batist. The result is nibs? luxurious. What was that? They have cow nibs? C- cacao nibs. Yeah, chocolate <laughs> nibs. So yeah, cacao yeah. nibs. Yeah, cow nibs. Yeah. <laughs> the result is luxurious, complex, and the perfect after-dinner companion on chilly evenings. Nasonex. <laughs> Did you say it was 11.5%? Uh, 11.2, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus can't help you now. This is of the wastelands. This is not made by God. <laughs> this is made by man. That's right. Oh, it's a sticker. And uh, Steve won't put this 2018 sticker in my calendar book for this year. There you go. <laughs> Just grab an opener here and my top. Oh, this top. Nice. Well, that's a good sign. At least it's carbonated still. Yeah. Five years old. Yeah. And should be, look, it should be properly, uh, uh, pro- should have been properly stored. We got it from the brewery just a couple of months ago. All right. Denver, Colorado, baby. Oh, that's right. The one that closed down. Yes. Apparently, we were there for, apparently, we drank them out of business. That's right. <laughs> Offer us a gauntlet. Anyway, guys, they had the gauntlet. How many beers did we drink? Uh, 25. 25. It oh. wasn't the 48 from uh, uh, Rush uh River. Russian River Brewing, but it was a good way to start the day. We started yeah. at 10 a.m. Yeah, guys, oh. calm down. It was like five ounce samples. So, like 25 of them, that's like two beers a piece, you know? Anyway, yeah, but all the pictures on the wall, they did not take our picture for the wall. Yeah. Um, Go out of business, fuckers. We're like groups of like 15 like college boys. Yeah. Pansies, that's what we call them. <laughs> right. And uh, the poor. Oh, yeah. Oh, light does not pass through this beverage. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Ooh. Nice uh, dark tan dark, colored head. Dark khaki colored head. Bubbles of... make me happy. Any bubbles there? Dissipating quickly, Ooh. probably due to the alcohol content. Yeah. Whiskey and yeah, little, little wow. chocolate stuff on there. Yeah, this smells like chocolate whiskey. Mm. Now you're just making me hungry. God damn, this is good. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. Uh, it's that nice and like, like not super malt forward. Like it, yeah. Basically, it tastes like whiskey and chocolate, but it's not like sticky yeah. sweet or anything. It's just nice. Yeah, and... it's big bodied, but it's not like overly sweet. Sometimes these really big beers can get sort of like cloyingly sweet. Mm. Yeah, this has a really good balance. It does have a little bit of the sherry on it from the age, but like. It works. Mm-hmm. That's Epic Epic Brewing's Big Bad Baptista. Mm, sit that over there for a sec. Didn't you say the company's out of business now? <laughs> the uh, they they closed their Denver location. Uh, they're still in Salt Lake City where they opened up, but uh, they also had uh, basically a bigger brewery or whatever in Denver. But uh, yeah, I guess they downsized it or whatever after the Great America Beer Festival. Oh, no, that's right. They closed the tap room. It's a production only facility oh, now because they're oh, busy. Okay. That's right. Oh, good. Yeah, tap room wasn't much to talk about anyway. It was, yeah, <laughs> take it that, was tight. I'm sure they just replaced it with like six more uh, uh, fermenters and everything. Right, but uh, yeah, if you guys visit, check out some epic brewing beers if you can get them. Yeah. By the way, Steve, I'm level 94. Cheers to independent craft breweries. Yeah, it's untapped. Hit her up at Untidy Venus. No, anyway. <laughs> Would uh, either of you ladies be interested in any fun facts about this movie? 
damn right only, only if they're fun facts super fun facts because they're fun fun facts excellent well rotten tomatoes what do you think the critics thought of cyborg uh candace would you like to go first 55 percent. Izzy. oh i don't think the critics got this movie i'm gonna go with my super generous 17 percent. Izzy is closest at 22 percent with well, the I critics way optimistic <laughs> yeah but nobody gives a fuck about the critics what about that audience score fuck those critics 65 percent. uh oh i really really want it to be popular but my my gut's telling me 48 Izzy's closest 31 percent with the audience which is fucking ridiculous you never win this game it's not that bad but half million dollar budget worldwide gross 10.2 million dollars it's a hit baby yeah suck that uh this was also the last official theatrical release from canon films after going bankrupt in 1987 uh the film was conceived to use the costumes and sets built for a Masters of the Universe sequel and a live-action Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah. my god! Yep, uh, you can tell uh, Fender's outfit. Uh, most of it's basically the uh, Blade character from the first Masters of the Universe, and then like oh. tripped out with shoulder pads. And oh, stuff. and that one dude's like fishnet was supposed yep. to be for Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. Uh, apparently, Albert Pune was planning to shoot both projects simultaneously. That's right. Legendary director Albert Pune was going to do a He-Man sequel and a live-action Spider-Man movie at the same time. That's wild. Uh, But Canon Films had to cancel deals with Mattel and Marvel because of their financial troubles, and they needed to recoup the money spent on both projects. Pune created the film script under the pseudonym of Kitty Chalmers using two previous scripts, Johnny Guitar and Alex Rain. Some network television channels still give the film's title as Masters of Universe 2 colon Cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) Leading people to think it's a sequel. Maybe that's why everybody has guitar names. Yeah. They got the names from Johnny Guitar. Yeah, Johnny Guitar and Alex Rain, which explains the second half of the movie being a a rain fight scene. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme accidentally wounded Jackson Rock Pinkney's eye during a sword fight scene. Uh, I think he was the uh, the the white bodybuilder guy, uh, not not Ralph Muller, the the big German dude who he charged on the catwalk. But there was another guy. Yeah, there was a there was a guy who looked like John Cena with a mullet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Uh, permanently blinding him in that eye. Oh he no! Took, yeah, he took Van Damme to court and eventually won a settlement. There you go. Damn. Yeah, I I've heard that uh, there've been a couple people that have been like really hurt by Jean-Claude Van Damme like when he connects with them uh, like like during the fight scenes and stuff uh he's, he's had a few of those suits but he doesn't yeah. I don't think he knows uh like I, I don't think he he knows like stage fighting. Yeah, he, yeah, he just knows real fighting. Real yeah. fighting. Yeah, maybe. That's because uh, he's a man, okay? Do not try to take that away from him. Oh, we wouldn't we wouldn't dream of it. Man, 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 man. <laughs> well, here we are. Albert Pune's original cut of Cyborg was much more stylized. It was in black and white, had a rock score, had more violence, and had all of Jean-Claude Van Damme's dialogue, including extensive narration dubbed by another actor. It yeah, that much- would be what I watched, except for it wasn't in black and white, but it definitely had more violence and it definitely had 
Jean-Claude Van Damme voiceover that's not really him talking about uh, whether or not their love is strong enough to break through the darkness. Damn it, I gotta watch that version now. Like, <laughs> try to like, all right, whose voice is that? Is that Kevin Conroy or something? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's Max von Sydow or something. <laughs> all I want is to, you know, I am a slinger. Uh, it was much more dark, violent, cynical. Canon held a test screening of this version for a small audience and they hated it. Only one out of 100 people surveyed liked the film. Damn. Uh, Due to this, Albert Pune was kicked off the film and Van Damme convinced producers uh, 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 Golan and Globus to instead let him and his producer friend Sheldon Ledick edit edit the film as they had done with Bloodsport and asked them for two months. Cyborg was finally released two months later. That started a trend where virtually every movie of Pune's, you know, the next 12 or 13, was taken away from him by the studio and recut. Van Damme Damme spent uh, two months... (laughs) Editing the film. Oh, uh, he apparently also <laughs> re-edited uh, Hard Target for John Woo. Wow. When it, when it, when it had poor test scorings, which or uh, test screenings. Weird. Uh, the film's title confused audience members who thought Jean-Claude Van Damme's character was a cyborg. Yeah. The, cy- the cyborg in the movie is Pearl. There was a rumor that Fender could also be a cyborg himself due to the Fender's eyes, his brute strength, and the scream he makes when he gets impaled by a meat hook. Yeah. Makes sense. However, the rumor is false as Fender was human and bled like normal humans, and his eyes were a result of getting infected by the disease, which could explain why Fender wanted the cure. Or he was a Satanist or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or I don't think hey, I watched the Satan. director's cut. <laughs> yeah, we gotta watch that. Any guesses on the body count in this movie? Oh. oh. Um, let me go with a nice round 25. Is he? 37. 24. Candace was so close. Hell yeah. (laughs) Including 17 by Gibson Rickenbacker himself. (laughs) Oh, but ladies, we've reached the most important part. (gasps) What did we learn from Cyborg? Hmm. Uh, Candace, as our guest, would you like to go first? Yes, I learned that if your love is strong enough, it really will break through the darkness. And you can be redeemed and not be a lost soul anymore. There you go. That's what I learned in my version. <laughs> uh, how about you, Ben? I learned his name is Gibson Rickenbacker, and he's not a cyborg. Although he heals like Wolverine in that one. After I, mean, getting crucified. I mean, he heals like Universal Soldier, but this movie is not Universal Soldier. It's true. Uh, I learned. I mean, if you're going to be at the beach, just rip right down and go wash yourself, for God's sakes. Why not? Naked or the better. Don't worry about that salt and sand in your pee hole. It'll be just fine. (laughs) Do worry about the salt and sand in your pee hole. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So did you guys end up watching the sequel? I've seen it before. I've seen it, but not tonight. Oh, okay. This I didn't even know they existed. I didn't know there was sequels. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, So I was just, oh, it's on Tubi. Oh, it's got Angelina Jolie. And And Casey Jones and Jack Palance and Billy Drago. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) And it's a legit movie. Yeah, well, and whatever you do, don't look up uh, how old Angelina Jolie was. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It'll make it even creepier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is full Gia nude in that one. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, Candace, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? Yes, as I mentioned at the top, the Bloody Bits Horror Show Podcast. Uh, we are doing, well, as of the recording of this right now in December, we're doing Ed December, where it's all of Eddie's favorite movies from the year 2022. And also at the very end is my <clears throat> Christmas present to him, which is Twilight. Another Twilight movie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hail Satan. Yeah. Hail Satan. What do you guys uh what do you guys have coming up in January since we're doing Jean-Claude Van January? Don't know yet. We don't plan that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you don't have all of 2023 already planned out? What kind no. of what kind of show are you running over there? <laughs> Steve, some of us like to fly by the seat of our pants and not know what's going on. I just want to watch a lot of movies, okay? Some of us just make it up as we go along. <laughs> And what would be the best way to contact you guys for the Bloody Bits? Well, there's a at bloodybits.com. Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah On yeah, Twitter, yeah. there's at bloodybits, and then there's bloodybits.com, which is our website, has all of our things on there. You can follow me at horrorhoochie69 on Twitter and on Instagram, and uh, patreon.com forward slash bloodybits. $10 a month gets you access to the Blood Bank, where you can watch the director's cut of Cyborg. And Theodore Rex. No. Uh, no one wants it steve (laughs) hey me and mike did once so (laughs) and he could probably take that off (laughs) make make some room for a barbarian sequel or something Um, (laughs) uh babe are you on social media at all nope wait yes i am you can find me everywhere at untidy venus that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on all the social medias at untidy venus you can find my goods and wares for sale at untidyvenus.etsy.com and you can find me over on patreon at untidy venus steve where can we find you oh you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything i learned from movies or hit us up directly on twitter facebook and patreon at eilf movies that's Everything I learned from movies. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Candace. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.